Let's work it out. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we have come because you first called us. Therefore, we humble ourselves before thee and beseech you, O Lord, that have your way. Speak into our lives. Speak into our situations. Speak over every troublesome problem, troublesome talent that we have encountered. Speak and bring an end to it. By your way, open us up for divine revelations in the mighty name of Jesus. We bring every heart that is present here under the obedience of your spirit in the name of Jesus. Empower me today. Increase in me so that my flesh will decrease. Any flesh that will try to glory in this place. Father, oh Lord, humble it and let your spirit reign in this place because it is for you we have come and not unto man. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Oh, amen to somebody. So, the popular scripture. What is the popular scripture? What is your, 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 your popular scripture? Everybody should tell me his or her popular scripture. Let me pick the one I'm talking about. If you have a popular scripture, share it with me. Don't share the whole thing. If it is Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. See Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. What is your popular scripture? Psalm 23 verse 1. chapter 2 verse 20. Lamentation chapter 3 verse 20. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26. Oh, keep on typing. Psalm 125 verse 1 to 3. Okay, give me more. Give me more. Oh, we are plenty. Please share something with me. What is your favorite scripture? What is your favorite scripture? Oh, what is your favorite scripture? Talk to me. Oh, you ball. Oh, me, I no ball. Make you no ball. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 40. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Is that all? Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3. You always want to call God. I know. Ezekiel chapter number 36, verse 25 to 27. Powerful. By the grace of God, it looks as if almost all the scriptures you have written here, I know what is there. Hey, Jesus. Psalm 51, verse 10. I said, Ezekiel, the baby Timikakra. Ezekiel 36, 25. I want the baby Timikakra. But Psalm 51, I know. Psalm 16, verse 2. Ah. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Okay, so thank you all for having a scripture in your spirit. It is very, very important. Having a scripture in your spirit is one of, one of the most important things that a Christian must embark on. There are Christians today who do not even have one scripture. I was saying the other day that if Jesus comes and he says that, okay, everything you have done, you are forgiven. He's not going to judge us based on what we have done. But he wants each and every one of us to give 20 scriptures. 20. Just 20. He didn't say 50. He said 20. How many of us can give 20 scriptures of head and enter into the kingdom? It's a big question. How many of us? <laughs> you are angry already. Don't be angry. We are about to fight. How many of us can give 20 scriptures of head without, without looking into any book? We bless God for that. That is a positive thing. How many of us? It is of a great necessity to feed yourself with the word of God. If I should ask that how many of us have eaten pizza before, 
we will see the number of hands that will be lifted if as you ask that how many of us have eaten fufu before you will see the number of hands that will be lifted and if i ask how many of us have five scriptures in our spirit ten scriptures twenty scriptures fifty scriptures people will just leave the church like that but it's a great necessity I will always tell you the truth you must, you must have it as as a necessity to feed yourself with the word of the Lord feed yourself how many of us can stand preaching and be mentioning scriptures like like something how many of us can go on evangelism and not go along with the bible but can still preach to men based on the word of god in their spirit that is what i'm talking about when the devil met jesus jesus was not having the bible forget about jesus being the word there are people who are pastors but do not know the word forget about jesus being the word and when the devil started quoting Jesus counted his coat. That is, that is, that is. So, you cannot rise above that, the, the knowledge of God in you. You can't rise above that. Forget it. The knowledge of the word of God in you is very important. You can't rise above that. The same way you cannot rise above your prayer life. <laughs> the level you are today, it is determined by the level of your prayer life. The higher you go in prayer, the higher your life becomes, be, becomes well. I'm telling you, especially if you're a Christian. We are not Christians and, and, and we, we think that prayer and the word of the Lord is nothing. It is very important. You cannot rise above your prayer life. Things will not make sense until you have a higher prayer life. Things will not make sense until you have a higher knowledge, a higher standard of God's knowledge indeed. What is the God? What is the God's knowledge in you? If you you can prophesy, so that is all. Do you have God's word in you? What is the measure of God's word in you? If you can pray ten hours, so it's enough. What is the measure of God's word in you? What is it? God bless you all for typing. When I said, when I asked for the scripture, a lot of us we have we have typed a lot of scriptures by the grace of God. I mean, can't you remember most of the scriptures I know of head. It's all by the grace. And you also, you need to also sit down and stand. Sit down and get God's word in your spirit. By the grace of God, I can sometimes, even when I am preaching, you will pass me and you will send me here. You will send me here. Sometimes I go, I don't even go to where it is. I just, I say it like I'm praying. I just mention the word and I push. Oh, it's good. Challenge. challenge. Let's have a challenge. Let's have a scripture challenge. One day I will call you. Then we begin to bombard ourselves with scripture. Maybe it will even be tomorrow. They say, what well, I'm afraid of? I'm going three scriptures and say, I didn't come up. I believe, sir, if I do it like that, People will stop calling me. <laughs> oh my God. If I do that, people will stop calling. If you call me, you say good morning, I say good morning. Immediately you are done. You give me three scriptures, then we talk. 
you won't die. Call me. Immediately you call me, you give me three scriptures. And the truth is that if you call me today and you give me three scriptures, when you call me tomorrow, you must give another three different scriptures. Wisdom, please. You are, you are, you are, you are welcome, sir. It's every day. If I call you, I'll give you three. But if you call me, you give me three. So that is the challenge you're going to have. Even if you don't call me, I'll, I'll, I'll intentionally call you. Yes, if I don't do that, people will be, <laughs> people will be playing with scripture. Why you say, by force? Sharon, expect my call. by force. A lot of us, we don't, we, we don't have that, that edge. We don't have that to study the word of the Lord. Every day, you want somebody to study the word and come and teach you. No, 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 no. It is good. Teachers are there. But you must also know the word for yourself. If you have carefully followed me, I've been talking about this since last year. Knowing the word for yourself. I remember when we started this year, I categorically stated in the group that each and every day, read one chapter or two chapters. Two. How many of us are still doing it? You want Pastor Enoch to always come and say, oh, do we do? Have you read your scripture? I won't do that. I won't do that. Even the Lord is not forcing us. I rather than force it. I won't force anybody. But I will only admonish you to do it. Because one day, you will be glad you did it. I'm telling you. One day, you will be glad you did it. God bless you for joining us. So beloved, you are reading Isaiah this month. One chapter every day. That's great. I'm reading, I've gotten to uh, the book of Acts. The book of Acts. Every year, I read the Bible cover to cover. Every year. For the past but for the past four years back to back every year by the grace of God back to back back to back I'm not saying it as, as, as pride no, 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 no it is something we ought to do Apostle, Apostle David I salute you Apostle David, it's not sorry ah Bura Manako and the market command you know so yes i would finish on my floor from some of the pastor my friend prophet even because he was here blast on transfer credit thank you sir so please it's a necessity study the word of god get time for yourself mama if you get time for god he gets time for you if you get time for god he gets time for you sit down don't let any anybody force you into reading the word of the Lord. Let it be part of your, your lifestyle. That if you don't read it, you won't, you won't feel okay until you read something. I think I've said enough. Let's push it. It's all finished, my friend. Okay, so beloved, let's enter into today's scripture by the grace of God. The winner for today's scripture is Apostle Edmond Anani. I am speaking on Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Let me appreciate the man of God. I know you are there. 
Apostle, you have won. You have won, sir. Psalm 23. That is my team for today. May God have mercy on me. Psalm 23. Let's read from verse 1 to the last verse. And let me tell you something. If only you were a believer, take time and listen to this word of God. It will bless you. Don't just know how to recite it. Let the word be in you and you be in the word. Favorite scripture, Psalm 23, verse 1. Let's all read together. If you have the Bible with you, it's a popular scripture, so now you know. One, two, three, let's go. Let's go to Onkabio, Psalm 23. <laughs> Psalm 23. Psalm 23. Obianka. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yet though, yet, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for thou art with me thy rod and thy staff they comfort me thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies thou anointest my head with oil my cup runneth over surely Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Amen. Oh, Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Anytime I recite this, I feel strength all of a sudden. Psalm 23 is beautiful. Apostle Daniel, I salute you. I made mention of your name, but at that time you had left. I salute you again. And I say, God bless you so much for all that you are doing. Keep on firing. We day your back. Today, cry, we will come there and fire some. God bless you. There, there is a fasting going on on Papa's page. You can join him at any time. It's so powerful. Let's take it from there. I'm a Okay. So anytime that I read this psalm, I become so happy. And I feel the power of God all over me. Because it's a very deep message. And most of us, we only know how to recite it. It has become like a reciter for most of us. And most of us, we even say it without meaning it. We don't mean it, but we say it. But today, the Lord will teach you something. The Lord will teach me something. Out of this popular scripture. And we will be filled in the name of Jesus. I want 
want you to know that this scripture, it is one of the most loved passages in the Bible. If you ask every Christian, they are able to quote the scripture and tell you. This scripture is very powerful. Because this scripture is in present tense. Psalm 22 is in the past tense. Psalm 23 is in the present tense. Psalm 24 is in the future tense. So you can see how this, this scripture is positioned. Go and read Psalm 22. You, you will love it. Come and read Psalm 23. Psalm 22 is in the past tense. Psalm 23 is in the present tense. So as you, as the Lord gives you with a new day, you walk in this present tense called Psalm 23. The Lord is, it is not the Lord was or the Lord will be. It is the Lord is. That you wake up and you find out that you have life and you are living in the present. This is a scripture that must that must lift up your hope. This is a scripture upon which, by the grace of God, you must not lose hope because the Lord is. Because the Lord is, it is not the Lord was or the Lord will be. We are living in the present. And one of the scriptures that leads us to have hope in him. To be reassured that he is with us. In this scripture called Psalm 23. The Lord is. So it's a scripture for the present. The Lord is. And I want to break this scripture down. By the grace of God. Verse by verse. You will love it. Because I'm already loving it. But you will love it too. And do you know something? The first statement that, that unlocks this beautiful scripture is the, is the verse number one. And the opening sentence. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. Excuse me, sir. It is not the Lord is our shepherd. It is the Lord is my shepherd. And if you take your time to explain this, if you take your time to, to dive deeper into this word, you will know that it is a personal relationship. It is a personal walk with a deity. A personal walk with a shepherd. The Lord is. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is not our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is not the shepherd of everybody. He is my shepherd. It is a personalized statement that is speaking to each and every one that, Sir, until God becomes your shepherd, he must be your Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. <laughs> Sir, he is a shepherd. And he is not just a shepherd. He is my shepherd. He is not our shepherd. I don't care about how he relates with other people, but I must care about how he relates with me. He is a shepherd. But what makes this statement so powerful is that he is not just a shepherd, but he is my shepherd. The truth is that it is only when we, it is only when you and I, we know him, that the blessings of the rest of the psalm become ours. If you don't know him, he doesn't, be, he doesn't become your shepherd. 
if you don't know God, if you don't know the Lord, he can't be your shepherd. Because if the Lord can be your shepherd, number one, you must know him. <laughs> oh my God. He's not a shepherd to those that do not know him. When a shepherd is walking or when a shepherd is attending to the sheep, when the shepherd is on the, on, 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 on the desert or the wilderness with, with the sheep, he doesn't care about other people's sheep. He cares about the flocks that has been handed over to him. So if the Lord is my shepherd, then I must know him. Now my question is, do you know him? Or you just profess that the Lord is my shepherd? How do you behave? I must behave like a sheep. Because he is a shepherd. <laughs> I, must be, I, I must fall into the category of a sheep. And the first qualification for me to call God my shepherd is to know him. Do you know this God? Or you have heard about him? Do you know this God? Or you only have a testimony about him. Do you know this God? Or you, the scripture is so beautiful that uh, uh, you, you, you are able to, you, you are able to quote it. I must know my shepherd and my, my shepherd must know me. You know what he said? My sheep know what my voice. The sheep must be able to identify the voice of the shepherd. Can you identify the voice of your shepherd? If you can, then he's your shepherd. If you can't, please come again. We don't quote this scripture because of the beauty of it. Or because of what you have heard. I must know my, my, my shepherd. And my shepherd must know his flock. I am part of the flock, so I'm a sheep. So he must know me. So I must know him and he must know me. And we must walk together. If I am able to unlock this truth, then the rest will follow. Sir, if the Lord is not my shepherd, I will want you. Every other word that has been pronounced from the verse number two will not work for me. It doesn't matter how uh, how many years I have spent in church. Get this truth and get it well. It doesn't matter the number of years I have stayed in church. If I don't know the Lord and He is not my shepherd, sir, I cannot inherit or I cannot enjoy the blessings thereof that is flowing from the verse number two. It will never be my portion. I can only confess that he is my Lord. I cannot be. I can only confess that he is my shepherd. Yet, it might not be. The same way a lot of us we are saying, I, I love you Lord, I love you Lord, but truthfully we don't know him, we don't even love him. As we say, as we profess, we don't even know him. We don't even have time for his word, we don't have any, any time for anything about God, but we just profess that I love you Lord, I will always love you Lord. It's not true. Most of us, we, we confess with our mouth, but our hearts are far away. But may the Lord have mercy on us. We don't just confess prayer. We don't just profess scripture. We don't just recite scripture. The scripture must be part of us. So what is the opening statement? The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is about to bless somebody in this place. My God. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is not our shepherd. I will never quote this scripture and say the Lord is our shepherd. Because as I tell you, as we are, as we are got the 35 people in this room, most of us, our heart is far away from the Lord. I have preached and preached and preached and talked about Jesus and talked about I tell you, if Jesus should open the hearts of men, 35 people on this platform, you know that most of us, we only come for the beauty of it, not to take anything. And that is really sad. 
That is really sad. And when problem comes, we want, we, want, we, we, we want to overcome the problems. You don't overcome the problem when the Lord is not your shepherd. Who is your shepherd? Is the Lord your shepherd? Is the Lord your shepherd? And who is that shepherd I'm talking about? Do you have any idea who that shepherd is? Does your shepherd recognize you? So the scripture is not simple like that. God bless you all for joining us. The scripture is not simple like that. That you are able to. Sometimes when, when you are a bit down, you confess, you, you profess and confess the scripture. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You say all these things. Yet the problem is still on you. You must go back to the verse 1 and check yourself. The Lord is. Is he my shepherd? Does he know me? Do I really know him? Am I working with him? Or I think I can stand afar. I can come to church today. And behave like a, like a queer. And go to the workplace tomorrow and behave like a yeah, And still think the Lord is my shepherd. If the Lord is my shepherd, I must be a sheep. And you know the qualities of a, of a sheep. Sir. The reason why this scripture has deceived a lot of people is that it is possible to know this psalm without knowing the shepherd. It is possible to recite this psalm from verse 1 to verse 6 without knowing the shepherd. It is possible. But the truth is that if you want to have an advantage of what the, the written word is, sir, it is better to know both. It is better to know the psalm and know the shepherd that the psalm is talking about. And stop, and stop following the verse number 3 and stop following the verse number 4 and stop following the verse number 5 once you know that the verse number 1 you don't even qualify I have come to provoke you to go deeper in the things of God I have come to provoke you there are keys that opens doors to every blessing you want to enjoy and one of them is this scripture you can only understand this scripture when you are connected to God, I'm connected by you to the Father. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Near the the opening statement. If I should open it up right to the deep, you will know that you some of us you are not even worthy to mention that scripture. I'm sorry, but that is the truth. Are we still together? But after today, you understand certain things and you get serious with God. If you are playing with your Christian life, you will get serious with God. Let me break it one by one. Out of this scripture, I want to pick out some six P's. So my topic is six P's of Psalm 23. Six P, P's, P, P. Six P's of Psalm 23. That is what I want to do. I want to break it down by the grace of God and make everyone understand. So the first P, Psalm 23. The verse number one. The verse number one says that the Lord is my shepherd. That is, that simply means possession. P-O-S-S-E-S-S-I-O-N. P-O-S-S-E-S-S-I-O-N. Possession. If the Lord is my shepherd, 
the first thing I get is possession. And what does this possession mean? The Lord is, is mine, so I must possess the Lord to possess the, the statement that follows. He said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So this particular verse is in two, is in two parts. And you cannot separate one from the other. That is possessing Christ. If you are able to possess Christ, then you can possess all things. So simple. If I can possess Christ, I can possess all things. <laughs> ah, if, if I am his, he is mine. And if he is mine, I am his. And if the Lord is for me, and if I am his, how can I want anything? That is the beauty of the scripture. How can I want any good thing? This is scripture. No wonder uh, Philippians chapter number 4, verse 19. I remember uh, uh, Philippians chapter number 4, verse 10. The Bible says that but my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. According to his riches in glory. That is what he becomes your own and when you are also his so the possession is possessing Christ possessing Christ and possessing the things that follow that is what the Bible says that for in him dwelleth all the Godhead bodily that is Colossians chapter 2 verse number 9 to 10 and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power if you are in him and if you have him sir, you are complete in him any man that is complete in him can never lack anything good <laughs> are we together if I am complete in him I can't lack anything good I know people are writing take your time let's learn something so the first P is possession I must possess Christ and if I am able to possess Christ, I can possess everything. If I am able to possess Christ, I can possess everything. May the Lord help us. And he said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. What is he talking about that I shall not want? What are some of the things that I shall not want? Any good thing. I shall not want any good thing. And I remember scripture in Psalm 34, verse 9 to 10. You can open as if oh fear the Lord ye his saints for there is no want to them that fear him oh fear the Lord oh ye saints <laughs> for there is no want to them that fear him the young lions do lack and suffer hunger but they that seek the Lord shall want no good thing the Lord is my shepherd if I seek the Lord I shall want no good thing if you seek the Lord, you shall want no good thing. There is nothing good that the Lord shall hide from your life. Why? Because you have, you, you have seeked the Lord or you have sought for the Lord. And the Lord has begun providing for you. God bless you for joining. See, the young lions, they do lack. And they even suffer hunger. A day that seek the Lord shall want no good thing. Sir, how, how? do you seek the Lord? How of 
often do you seek the Lord? There is a scripture. Psalm 34 verse 9 to 10. If you seek the Lord, you shall want no good thing. I have come to motivate somebody. If there is something missing in your life for years that you sense that you should have gotten this thing but yet it is not working, please check your relationship with the father. Check your relationship with the shepherd because if the Lord is your shepherd, you shall you shall not want. Check your fear of God. There is difference between being a Christian and being one that fears God, sir. It is not everyone that is a Christian that fears God. It is not everyone that is a believer that fears God. There is a very vast difference between a believer, a Christian, and the one that fears God. There is a difference. Most Christians, we have become religious men. We have, we have become religious women. But people that fear God, sir, they are not religious. They are the ones that have that place God first before everything that, that, that they want to do. And the Bible says that those that fear God, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. They shall know, they shall want no good thing. What are some of these good things I'm talking about? Number one, security. Number two, provision. Number three, rest. It's not, it's not my focus to be Bubobi Number one, security. Number two, provision. Number three, rest. Number four, refreshment. Number, number five, guidance. All these things are in the scripture. I will pinpoint them. Don't worry. Number six, restoration. Number seven, comfort. Number eight, protection. It will be true. Sorry. Those that are writing, please. Number one, security. Number two, provision. I shall not want security. I shall not want provision. I shall not lack rest. I shall not lack refreshment. I shall not lack guidance. I shall not lack restoration. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I shall not lack comfort. I shall not lack protection. I shall not lack endowment. I shall not lack satisfaction. And I shall not lack any prospect. I will explain all these things. Don't take your time. I shall not lack prospect. I shall not lack satisfaction. I shall be satisfied at all times. If only the Lord is my shepherd. And I'm about to go deeper by the grace of God. So if the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want security. I shall not lack it. I shall not lack provision. I shall not lack rest. I shall not lack refreshment. I shall not lack guidance. The reason I'm going fast is that all these things are in the word of the Lord in Psalm 23. I'll break them down for you to know. I shall not lack restoration. I shall not lack comfort. I shall not lack protection. I shall not lack endowment. I shall not lack satisfaction. And I shall not lack prospect. Are we good to go? So the first piece is what? Possession. Are we good to go? Can we? Can we lunch please? Oh, just type, thank you, Jesus. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the atmosphere. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Prepare for a touch. Anything can happen at any time. As we minister His word, He's also ministering unto us. He's ministering our needs unto us. Can we push? So, our first P is possession. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So I must possess Christ. If I possess Christ, I can possess everything. Ah, God bless you, great man. God bless you. I, 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 I so appreciate you. you your, your heart is different. May God help you. May God bless you at all times. Number two, 
the Lord is my shepherd, then there is something I'm going to get. It is leading me to my second one. It's called position. Somebody say position. <laughs> if the Lord is my shepherd, then the verse 2 is about to describe the position into which I am brought. Position. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He's about to place me in a certain position. Do you want a complete satisfaction in the Lord? I am about to release into your life by the grace of God the complete satisfaction of the Lord through his word in the name of Jesus. Let's read the verse number two. I say, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Ay, 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 ay. He lead me beside the still waters. My God. So if the Lord is my shepherd, he makes me lie down in green pastures. There is a position he has for me already. I don't need to come with my own position. There is no sheep that, that, that goes plowing with its own position. It is the shepherd that bids the sheep to lie down at where there are greener pastures for, for full satisfaction. And <laughs> I love the word of the Lord. So if the sheep wants a full satisfaction, sir, the sheep must have a shepherd. And if the Lord is your shepherd, then I'm here to tell you this afternoon that you shall have complete satisfaction. You know why? The it is the duty of the shepherd to provide a perfect condition for the sheep. It is not the sheep that moves around finding perfect conditions. If you leave the sheep, they cannot find the perfect condition. They will end up dying. They will end up destroying their lives. They will end up being hit by cars. But it is the duty of the shepherd. It's the same that it is the duty of our Lord Jesus Christ to make sure that we receive perfect conditions for our lives. Hey, hey, hey. And one thing that the, the shepherd does is that he's able to <laughs> he, he's able to make sure that the sheep are, are fully satisfied. Because the shepherd is able to provide that perfect condition for them. Uh, and what are these perfect conditions the Lord is talking about? Two conditions. The condition of green pastures and the condition of still waters. Oh, the Lord is my shepherd. Get this understanding. Get this truth. So that any time you are saying the Lord is my shepherd, you know what it is coming with. So if the Lord is my shepherd, number one, I have a possession in him. Number two, I have a position. The position is that he is able to grant unto me perfect conditions and these conditions number one is his green pastures and number two still waters you cannot give Adrianibia to a sheep so the Lord knows the perfect condition that will, that will help the sheep to grow in our work with God he knows the perfect conditions that if we allow ourselves if, if we are able to humble ourselves before him he is able to take us to these things take us through these things and take us to these places to provide a perfect condition for our growth we don't just wake up and grow so we grow by the leadings of the spirit so if you are able to humble yourself before the lord one thing he does for you and i sir is that he takes you to the green pastures where there are greener pastures <laughs> And with this greener pastures and with this still waters, number one, you get perfect rest and refreshment. Your life shall receive perfect rest if the Lord is your shepherd. 
I said your life shall receive perfect rest if the Lord is your shepherd. If you didn't hear me, let me say it again. Your life shall receive perfect rest if the Lord is your shepherd. And your life shall receive perfect refreshment if the Lord is your shepherd. It is not just by quoting scripture. You must understand the scripture and move with it so that anytime you quote the scripture, the, the heavens shall be opened unto you and, and release that which the scripture says. But the condition to open up to to these great things is our ability to abide in Christ and Christ abide in us. So simple. The Lord is mine. The Lord is mine. You must have a personal relationship, a personal work with the, with the shepherd so that the shepherd can lead you in our truth. Hallelujah. So he's able to, to take us to this place. Let me tell you one secret. A sheep will never lie down when it is hungry. Let me tell you this. I'm an agreed student. To understand these things. A sheep will never lie down if it is hungry. So if you translate these things to, to scripture, you know. That before the sheep can get a rest, the shepherd must, must bring a, a, a satisfaction. The shepherd must make sure that the sheep is satisfied. And for the shepherd to make sure that the sheep is satisfied, the shepherd takes the sheep to greener pastures. Mommy, you have been at that place far too long. The wilderness experience has become too much. But I see the Lord who is your shepherd taking you into the greener pastures in the mighty name of Jesus. That is a place of better satisfaction. That is a place that your ministry will function and function well. It is a place that your career will function and function well. It is a place that your health will function and function well. It is a place that the giftings of the Lord in you will function and function well. That is the place of greener pastures. It is a position you desire. And it's a position you deserve. It is a position you attract. If the Lord is your shepherd. If it is a position the shepherd makes sure. That he blesses you. Because he is your shepherd. It is his divine duty. To make sure. That that will become your, your, your resting place. The sheep will never sleep. The sheep will never lie down. If the sheep is hungry. If you want to see the sheep roaming about. If you want to see the sheep happy, one thing that the shepherd must do is to make sure that the sheep is satisfied. That is why I'm here to tell you that if only Yesu is your shepherd then he is able to satisfy you with all good things. I see the Lord. David prayed a certain prayer. He said, oh Lord, satisfy me early. You didn't understand that scripture because David knew that the Lord was a shepherd and if the Lord is my shepherd, one of the duty of the shepherd is to make sure that I am satisfied. One of the duty of the shepherd is to make sure that spiritually I am satisfied. Physically I am satisfied. Mentally I am satisfied. Anything that has got to do with my life, he makes sure that he is able to satisfy me. May the Lord satisfy you early if the Lord is your shepherd. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said, may the Lord satisfy If only the Lord God most high is your shepherd. And there is a satisfaction. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is the Lord speaking to somebody? Those that have joined, God bless you. If, if up to now you don't feel so satisfied with the Lord, check your relationship. Forget about you going to church. It is not... It, it, it is not something to write home about. The fact that you are a church goer does not make you somebody that the Lord must visit you every day. 
<laughs> it is not about going to church every day. It's about having a relationship. It is not about your ability to quote scripture. It is about your ability to be obedient to the scripture. Because the devil is able to even understand scripture more than we do. He knows how scripture is. He can quote scripture. But the only thing he cannot do is that he cannot be obedient to scripture. But one thing that we, one advantage we have over him is that we are able to quote scripture and we are able to be obedient to scripture. That makes us powerful. And that makes us higher than him. And that, that strikes the difference. So don't be a man that is able to quote scripture. And it's not able to, to, to be obedient to the scripture. Most of us, that has been... You, you don't learn Bible to quote. You don't learn scriptures. Just, just to quote. We competition. No. We study scripture. To get the rhema out of the word. That's why I love rhema conference. To get the rhema out of it. And work with it. That is our life. That, because scripture is your life. The word of the Lord is your life. You don't forsake that and think that you can get somewhere without it. So if the Lord is your, is your, is your shepherd, he's able to describe a position in which he's bringing you. So there is a position for you. There is a position the Lord is having for you. There is a position that the Lord wants to bring you to such a place. Don't joke with God. Don't just say, I, I, I for me, I'm a church goer. I, I, I know my, I, I, I even know where my pastor stays. Knowing where your pastor stays, stays, it's not a guarantee that the Lord knows you. Are we together? Are we together? Thank you, Holy Spirit. I believe we are together. Can we push? So it is the duty of the shepherd to make sure that the sheep is always satisfied and in doing that he provides the sheep with greener pastures I pray to God I'm able to finish this seven he provides greener pastures and number two he leads them beside still waters one of the things that every living thing needs is water because water is life so invariably scripture is telling us that if the Lord is your shepherd he is able to provide you life <laughs> hey there is life in Jesus and that life is only extended to those that are connected to him what is your connection sir if in your house you don't have a connection from the source of pipe you cannot have pipe in your house Until I say it in chief, if there is no pipe linked to your house, can you get pipe? If there are no wires laid from Akosombo from any source to your house, can you get light? So if you're not connected to God, where is your life? Where is this satisfaction that the scripture is talking about? If you are not connected, you can't have this life. You can, only be, you can only be walking around and saying, I am a Christian, I am a singer, I am an usher. It is not enough. I am a man of God. It is not enough. There are some church members that are even having better relationship with God than pastors. Forgive me, but I've said it. There are certain church members, they have the best connection to God than even men of God that are leading them. 
Forgive me, but I've said it. So your connection to God is not dependent on the relationship on the relationship of, of your father to God. I'm talking about your man of God to God. Don't look at your man of God, how your man of God relates to God and learn. No, 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 no. Study scripture and know how to connect to God because there are men of God that are married and they are still doing nonsense things outside their marriages. If you copy those things, your connection will be cut short. They'll come and tell you that the friends, the covenant that exists between forget about those things. Yeah, the covenant never go heavier. Connect to God and receive from him and stop and stop uh, uh, copying the ways of your fathers. As for my spiritual father, there or so me to do this. Do it. You do it. Let that entice you. The day Jesus will come. Your day here. I'm not threatening you. I'm telling you the truth. Connect to God yourself. Study scripture for yourself. Know the truth for yourself. How many times should I say this? If you're able to do this, Psalm 23 becomes a beautiful scripture for you. You are always satisfied because the shepherd makes sure that he gives you greener pastures. Somebody on this platform is about to be provided with greener pastures. <laughs> It will change your life outside down. Just like that. It will change your, your entire life. There is difference between You cannot compare a hungry sheep to a satisfied sheep. I don't see a hungry sheep here. I see a satisfied sheep because the shepherd is a responsible one. Our shepherd is a responsible shepherd. All that we've got to do is to stay connected to him. That is the key. Ah, listen, listen, let me tell you this. <laughs> Let's read the verse 2 again. Oh, see, he makes me lie down. Which means that the shepherd is in full control. He's the one that makes the sheep lie down. It is not the sheep that lies down on itself. <laughs> oh, scripture. He makes me. Who is the he? The shepherd. It simply means that the shepherd is in control. The shepherd is always in control of our lives. Ah, what a beautiful thing. To hand over your life to God. And tell God to, to, to be in control of your life. It's a beautiful thing. He makes me lie down. Let me tell you by nature. Eh? Sheep, sheep, is, sheep is one of the foolish animals. Sheep. Anytime the Bible wants us to learn humility. Or to be pointed to, to that animal. Because so it will need the right shepherd. <laughs> it will need the right shepherd. So it is it is it is the, the duty of the shepherd to make the sheep lie down. And when the shepherd is making the sheep lie down, one thing it does is that it is able to make the sheep lie down in green pastures. It brings me to a scripture in Isaiah chapter 40. In Isaiah chapter 53 verse 6. I say, all we as sheep have turned astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord have laid him the iniquity of us. Oh, the Lord have laid on him. That is how the sheep is. 
It can get out of its way just like that. But a responsible serpent will make sure that he is able to make the sheep lie down. He makes me. May the Lord make you lie down at the right place. May the Lord take you to the right place. May the Lord himself take you to the right place. In the mighty name of Jesus. There is a place you can function and function well. There is a place your financial life will be mighty. Your financial life will be beautiful. It can only be determined by the shepherd. May your shepherd know what is good for you. And may he take you there. I bless you for joining us. Is the Lord speaking to somebody? Mm. I'll so when the when when the shepherd is in is in full control, it means that the sheep experience the presence of the shepherd. So one thing that the sheep experience is the presence, sir. If you want to know the secret of a fully satisfied life, let me tell you the secret. How can I know that? Somebody is living a satisfied life, a fully satisfied life. <laughs> it is when the presence of the Lord is with that person. It is when the presence of the shepherd is with that person. Is your shepherd in full control of your life? Or you control half and he controls half? It is haram, it is error. Because I want you to know that it is not only the shepherd's provision that, that satisfies the animal. No. It goes alongside the presence of the shepherd. He makes me. The sheep needs the presence of the shepherd. He makes me. And yet the sheep, he makes me. He makes me lie down. Because at first, he knows, he knows the kind of greener pastures I must eat from. And the still waters I must drink from. So, I have told you numerous of times on this platform that no sheep will drink from a disturbed water. When the water is disturbed, the sheep is tempted to think that there is an animal in the water. And so it will not drink. And this is unit 13. Unless the, the, the water is quiet. And that is one of the duties of the shepherd. The shepherd to make sure that he leads the sheep Besides still waters, not disturbed waters. The Lord will not take you to a place where confusion is, is there. The Lord will not take you to a place where shame is there. The Lord will not take you, take you to a place where diseases and sickness are rampant. The Lord will not take you to these places. He will only make sure that he will take you to a quiet place. Because he is your shepherd. If only he is your shepherd. Then your advantage is that he takes you to the right place. He will not lead you to a marriage that will destroy your life 10 years to come. He will not lead you to a business or a, 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 an investment that will destroy your life 10 years to come. If only the, the shepherd is in control of your life. He makes sure that he takes you to the right places. And I see the Lord doing that for you this afternoon. I pray for somebody in the name of Jesus. May the Lord lift you up from that place of confusion. From that place of confusion. And may the Lord position you. At the still waters. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Still waters. Shout out about those. Still waters. Still waters. is very important. He will make sure that he leads you. Besides still waters. Not disturbed waters. The Lord does not take men to disturbed waters. He leads men. To still waters. 
So you can't just read Psalm 23 and go like that. There are a lot of things in there. What is the secret of a fully satisfied life? Number one, it is when the shepherd has provided provision and when the presence of the shepherd is with me. Sir, you cannot go through this life without the presence of the Lord. The other day Moses said, if your, if your presence does not go with us, don't beat us to go. We are not making a step. We are not taking a step. We are not leaving this place until your presence go with us. Sir, if you, if you want to embark on, on this life journey without the presence of the Lord, get ready to suffer. Get ready to suffer. But if only, if only, and if only, if only the presence of the Lord is with you. May we experience the presence of the Lord every time of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, the presence of the Lord, O oh Lord. Don't bid us to enter into any marriage until your presence leads us. Don't bid us to enter into any career until your presence leads us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we need you, shepherd of our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, sir, the shepherd of our soul is Jesus Christ. Get closer to him, get connected to him, and let him lead you always. Most of us we are being led by our our intuition, our own mind, how we think, our intelligence. It is an error to be led by your own intelligence because knowledge is limited. If you want to be led by your, your own intelligence, sir, intelligence is limited. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless you, man. Intelligence is limited. Ah, yeah, so Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. The presence of the Lord is here. Thank you, Jesus. Knowledge is limited. Knowledge is limited. But a man that moves in this life with the presence of the Lord will never fail. You will not make wrong choices. The presence of the Lord will not be with you for you to make wrong choices. Because the reason why the shepherd is in your life is that the shepherd will make sure that you make the right choices. And that is the heritage we have when it comes to Psalm 23. For the sake of time, let's push it. I have a lot to say, but let's push it. Man of God, please, you walk up. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are we together? Are we still together? Are we still together? I feel like praying. Thy presence of God. Shut up. still together and so can you can you give me verse 3 the Bible says that oh, oh, <laughs> oh wow oh wow I don't feel like preaching I feel like praying <laughs> oh my god yeah 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 verse 3 give me verse 3 the Bible says please we are dealing with Psalm 23 the very popular scripture fully detailed so I'm talking about six piece in Psalm 23. The Bible says in Psalm, Psalm 23 verse 3, the Bible says that he restored my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. What does this tell us? Six piece. I've talked about possession. Six piece. 
I've talked about position. The third P. Talking about power. Power to go straight. In Psalm 23, the verse number 3. There is something we get there. I have told you that the sheep is a foolish animal. If you leave it, it can, it can wander around. Before you realize, it will fall into certain things that is not supposed to happen to them. So when the sheep goes astray, you and I, we are human. We can go astray someday. Sometimes we can just go astray because we are human. Understand me? Man is a spirit with a soul living in the body. Whether you like it or not, the flesh also comes to play. So we as the sheep, when sometimes we go astray, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. The spirit of the Lord, the shepherd of our soul, is able to bring us back. He restores us. We go off, off, offline. We go off track. All of a sudden, because the Lord is our shepherd, he makes sure that he brings us back online. He makes sure that he brings us back to the path that we are supposed to follow. And that is why verse 3 is saying that he restored my soul. Anything that is not lost cannot be restored. Anything that is not destroyed cannot be restored. So anytime you hear he restores, it means that the sheep has either gone astray and the Lord is bringing them back. So sometimes we go astray. If you have the Lord and the Lord have you, if the Lord, if you are in the Lord and the Lord is in you, if you have that strong connection with your father, one thing that happens is that sometimes as human as you are, you can go astray. But here comes the shepherd. He just appears. And one thing that he does is that he's able to bring us back to the track. Mama, it doesn't matter the sins you have committed. If the Lord is your shepherd, he will restore your soul. It doesn't matter the mistakes you have made in the days of past. If the Lord is your shepherd, then there is a restoration for your life. That is why I have come with a message of hope. That it doesn't matter whatever that is taking you off track. The shepherd is there. The shepherd is always available to make sure that he brings you back the devil cannot count anything against your life because of your past because the shepherd is in full control so don't let the devil deny you of, of better things in this life don't allow the devil to deny you of better things that you need to hold on to one thing that I have come to understand that the Lord is able to restore our soul and the body with a broken soul I pray for you this afternoon that may the Lord restore you in the mighty name of Jesus the duty of the shepherd is to restore us and so I see the Lord restoring us in the broken wall is being restored in the broken life is being restored in the broken financial state is being restored in the mighty name of Jesus can I speak over your marriage in the broken marriage is being restored because he is my shepherd and his duty is to restore my soul and so in the mighty name of Jesus every broken ministry is being restored this afternoon in the mighty name of Jesus Christ it is his duty to restore my life. That is the duty of the serpent. Abalo Shadabaya. Adini Miyandash. Sir, when he restores me, he's able to give me power to walk in the straight paths. Did you read the scripture? I say, he restored my soul. He lead me in the paths of righteousness. He takes me from that path of sin and brings me back to the path of righteousness. And he gives me power to walk in that path. He gives me grace. 
I cannot be righteous by my own. It is the shepherd that provides that, that grace for me to walk in that righteousness. I cannot walk in my own righteousness. It is the shepherd that provides. So when he restores my soul, he moves me from the path of darkness, the path of unrighteousness, and brings me to the path of righteousness. This is the heritage of the children of God. This is the heritage of those that, 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 that have the Lord as their shepherd. Not just quoting the scripture. The Lord is my shepherd. He gives me the power to go straight. I will not wander again. I will not fall into any ticket again. I will not wander in life because he has given me the power. So anytime I fall into the love of sin, he comes back and he restores my soul. Anytime because of any mistake, I, I lose something in my life. He comes back and he restores my soul. This is the Lord we have. This is the shepherd I have. And this is the shepherd we are moving with, sir. That makes a scripture come into my, into my spirit. Philippians chapter 2 verse 13. The Bible says that for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. It is God which worketh in you. It is the serpent that works in me. And when he works in me, he makes sure that I am able to will and to even do his will. That is his good pleasure. The devil cannot call me a sinner. Because my soul is restored. It is the duty of the shepherd. Sometimes I can be foolish. I can go off track. But because the Lord is my shepherd. It is his duty to restore me. He will not leave me and say, my soul is No, that is not the work of the shepherd. The shepherd cares so much about the flock. To an extent that even when we are 100 and one goes missing, he leaves the 99, go after the one come back with the one and he comes with joy this is the shepherd I have is he your shepherd is he your shepherd this is the shepherd we have he's also for the sake of time is the Lord blessing somebody verse 4 come on push it thank you Holy Spirit Yet though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff they comfort me. That the fourth P is the presence. <laughs> I want to talk about it proper. The fourth P. If the Lord is your shepherd, then the best four is assuring you today that you shall know the presence of the shepherd at all times. You shall know the presence of the shepherd at all times. Let me explain to you. In the verse number four, see here though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death. I mean, life will never be straight at all times. Sometimes it will it, the, the road will lead you through some valley, and sometimes it will go through some hill, sometimes it will go through some mountains, sometimes it will go through some fire, sometimes it will go through some waters, sometimes it will go through some grave. But in all these places. The shepherd doesn't leave us. We are made aware that the shepherd is with us. As he do I walk through the valley of the shadow of the dead. I'll fear no evil for. Thou art with me. The shepherd has not neglected me. If I go through these things, the shepherd doesn't leave me. But the shepherd makes sure that he's still with me. You shall go through the shadows. The 
death is a shadow. Sickness is a shadow. But in going through all these things, in going through this valley experience and this wilderness experience and this shadow of death and stuff, the, the serpent is always with you. Is with you, my God. Are we together? I remember one day he said something in Isaiah chapter number forty-three, verse one. It was, but now that says the Lord that that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through rivers, they shall not overflow thee. Amen. Thou, when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. Why? Because your shepherd is there with you. No, sir. Jesus. I will have now, please. Hey, not to open it to me, Jam is it? Please are we together? <laughs> Forgive me. We thank God. So what I was saying was that. So it means I quoted the scripture out of uh, <laughs> May the Lord help us. I said the presence of the Lord is always with us. And he has even said it in his word according to Isaiah chapter 43. The verse number 1 to 2. I said but, that, but now that says the Lord that created thee. O Jacob, that he had formed thee, O Israel. Fear not. For I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through rivers, they shall not overflow thee. Though when thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle thee upon thee. If you walk, if you go through the waters, I the shepherd, I am there with you. My duty is to protect you at all times. My duty is to make sure that my presence is with you at all times. This is the duty of the shepherd. And the shepherd always makes sure that we enjoy these things. So the shepherd is saying that don't be afraid. Sometimes the boss will be knocking on your door. I the shepherd, I am there. I know why you are going through that. I know why that is that thing is happening. Don't ever think that I've left you. Fear not. I am with you. If you go through the waters, I'm with you. If you go through the fire, I'm with you. This is the shepherd speaking to us. Are we together? So this is what we enjoy. If we truly understand this psalm, these are the things that we, we enjoy. Oh my God. My time is almost up. So let me wrap up. Sir, let me prophesy to you, sir. 
there are times that we go through valley, the valley experience. In the valley experience, it is this, it is an experience of loneliness. Loneliness. Nobody sees what happens there. It is only you and your God. But my prayer for you is that may you forever experience his presence even when you are going through the waters. Sir, in this, in this valley I'm talking about, the sheep can encounter a lion. The sheep can encounter a python. The sheep can encounter animals that, that, that are having the intentions of destroying it. But the truth is that because of the presence of the shepherd, no lion can, 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 can feed on the sheep. If this scripture is true, then I want to prophesy over your life that from today, no lion can conquer your life and that of your destiny. You didn't hear that prophecy. I said from today, no lion can conquer your life and that of your destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus, your generation will not be conquered by demonic lions because the shepherd is with you. In the name of Jesus. Let me see where I can finish. So the, what is, the number is five, the five P. Let's go to the verse number five. I'm almost done. The verse number five. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup ran it over. Let me speak this word prophetically over somebody today. You will enjoy this word. In the olden days, in the days of the shepherds, when people took uh, uh, sheep's house, uh, uh, sheep out, there was something that happened. You know, on the field there, there were a lot of locusts and these animals on the field. So if the shepherd wants to feed the animals, one thing he did or one thing he does in those days was that because he cannot put he cannot put the food on the ground because the ground is already infested with insects. I'm talking about the pastoral land, the pastoral land. It is already infested with the insects and then certain harmful creatures. So the shepherd by his wisdom does not put the food on the ground. But he is able to create a table that is above the ground level. And then he puts the food on for the sheep to eat on it. So when the sheep is eating, all the insects will still be around but the sheep will be eating. <laughs> I wish somebody would catch this spiritually. By the wisdom of the shepherd, he doesn't put the food on the ground because there are insects there already. This is the wisdom of the shepherd. And so the shepherd knows that. Sorry. Sorry. If he should, if he should put the food on the ground, the insects can harm the food and it can affect the, the, the animal. So the shepherd is able to build a small table above ground level. He is able to <laughs> he is able to build a small table above the ground level and when he does that he places the food on it to enable the animals to feed so, the insects that are, that are around they are enemies to the sheep yet the sheep is able to eat so, it is not every day that your enemies must die sometimes 
they may they should be around to see how you are enjoying your marriage but they cannot do anything about it sometimes they should be around to see how the lord is blessing you yet they cannot do anything about it sometimes they need to be around to see how the lord is glorifying himself in your life yet they cannot do anything they, their presence is needed because it is an evidence that that the presence of the shepherd is with me the shepherd will make sure that no insect can climb to the table to eat from the table where the sheep is eating because of his presence because of the presence of the serpent and one thing the serpent gives is protection so the fifth p is protection he protects the sheep from getting infected infested by oh sorry from getting infested by these animals Please forgive me. So he makes sure that he gives unto us divine protection. And with this protection, the witch will be alive to see the Lord lift us. Are you telling me that in the family of, of, of Kesben and in the family of these great men and great women, they don't have witches? Yes, them prayed. They do have witches in there. But they are still being blessed. Mama, there is a level in the blessings of the Lord that no witch can, can, can do anything. There is a level in, in the blessings of the Lord. Sir, the Lord. Let <laughs> Anything that the Lord has not given you, you will have no protection over it. Anything the Lord didn't give you. It can't be protected. But whatever the Lord gives you, He is able to protect. He is able to protect. In the midst of the witches, He will prepare a table. <laughs> Who is catching this prophetic word? Let them rise. He is able to build a table. He is able to prepare a table. Get that relationship so that the Lord will give you what He wants to give you so that His protection will follow. Because whatever He gives, He is able to protect. May the Lord protect the blessings He has placed upon your life. May the Lord protect the children He has given you. May the Lord protect the husband he has given you. May the Lord protect the wife he has given you. May the Lord protect the intelligence he has given you. May the Lord protect the, the miracles he has brought your way. May the Lord protect the traveling doors he, he has opened unto thee. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. He is able to protect because he's the greatest shepherd. Are we together? Listen. Whoever that is operating against you, let them let them keep on doing that. Let them operate. The reason why I'm saying let them operate. Oh, the reason why I'm saying let them operate is that the Lord is able to exalt your position. <laughs> when he exalts your position, he's able to give you the oil of gladness. Somebody say with me, oil of gladness fall upon my life. 
in the name of Jesus. Oil of gladness fall upon my life. Blessings that overflow fall upon my life in the name of Jesus. Blessings that overflow fall upon my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the blessings that overflow fall upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the oil of gladness fall upon your life. From today, you will not bow down your head in shame, but the oil of gladness. The oil of gladness. I said the oil of gladness will do you well from today in the mighty name of Jesus. They can do whatever they want to do, but the Lord will raise you above them. Thank you, Jesus. Let them do what they want to do. I remember scripture, the Bible says that though the enemy shall come in like a flood, but my God shall lift up a standard against them. This is what I'm talking about. They can be in operation, but the shepherd is able to lift up a standard against them. Who has risen against your life? May the Lord lift up a standard against them. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will feast among your enemies. In the presence of your enemies, you will feast. Those that are, that are wishing you ill. Those that are wishing you evil. Those that are saying your ministry will amount to nothing. You will feast in their presence. Those that are saying your marriage will amount to nothing. You shall feast in their presence. In the mighty name of Jesus. I pronounce this divine words upon your life. That those that are seeking for your downfall. You shall live and you shall feast in their presence. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. He is able to do all these things. And now finally. To bring the word to an end. The last P. Is that the Lord is able to give men glorious prospect oh Jesus network 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 God is with us thank you Holy Spirit 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 so the Lord is able to give us The Lord is able to give us glorious prospect. There are certain things that are ours. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall want nothing. That is another version. Okay, Jesus, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. <laughs> what is the prospect the Lord is talking about? He is talking about goodness and mercy. Goodness and mercy. Mama, this goodness and mercy, it is not when I go to heaven. It is to be enjoyed on earth. Are we together? You are not serving God here and go enjoy him in heaven. No, 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 no. The heaven's enjoyment is a bonus. The Lord must prove himself in your life on this earth. As you serve God for 25 years, 38 years, 42 years. And you are telling me my reward is in heaven. So I, I, should, I, should, I should enjoy poverty on this land and go to heaven and where enjoy it. What about if there is no heaven? The Bible says that the earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. The earth is the Lord's. 
and the fullness thereof sir if i am obedient to the lord i must eat the the, the fruit of the land it is not the fruit of heaven the fruit of the land the fruit of the land as he said to the righteous that it shall be well sir it shall be well with me it's not in heaven this year i must see the hand of the lord on this land that is why he said the final P is prospect and that prospect means that goodness and mercy for all the days of my life down here and then tomorrow to our enjoying heaven down here I must see goodness and mercy following me down here I must enjoy so that when I go there too I can enjoy are we together so let me tell you something then we leave thank you holy spirit the lord has really blessed me today he's blessed me with his presence sir this prospect i'm talking about if you read from the verse number one coming let me let me summarize it for you to enjoy something the lord is telling us that beneath me is greener pastures Beside me is quiet waters. With me is the shepherd. <laughs> Let me come again so that if, if somebody wants to write. Hey, beneath me is greener pastures. Beside me is quiet waters. With me is my shepherd. Before me is a table that is prepared. Around me are my enemies. Upon me is anointing. After me is goodness and mercy. Beyond me is the house of the Lord. This is the summary of Psalm 23. <laughs> because you don't even know whether the Lord is your shepherd yet or not. And if the Lord is your shepherd, that I'm here to tell you, I'm about to close. That beneath you, you shall find greener pastures in Jesus' name. Beside you, you shall locate quiet waters. With you is the shepherd himself. And before you is a table that is prepared for your enemies that are around you. Upon you. Upon you is the anointing. After you. Is the goodness and mercy of the Lord. And beyond you is the house of the Lord. Can you see that if the Lord is truly your shepherd, every aspect of your life goes along with the blessing. I enforce the power in this word over your life. That from today, because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not lack anything. I pray that if you are here and you are yet to make the Lord your shepherd, as you have heard this word, Run to the Lord and make him your shepherd. Go to him, connect to him and make him your shepherd. Because it comes with a lot of benefits. Don't allow people to come and tell you what they have enjoyed from the Lord. Also seek to get something from him by yourself. Let him be your shepherd. Humble yourself. Be a sheep and let him be your shepherd. And if the Lord is your shepherd, then you shall not lack any good thing. Because before you, the table shall be prepared 
around you, your enemies will be there, but they cannot harm you. Beneath you, you shall experience greener pastures. Beside you, you shall find quiet waters. And then with you, the shepherds shall forever be with. Upon you, there shall be an anointing for greater works. After you is the goodness of the Lord, sir. You don't have to chase after goodness and mercy. It is goodness and mercy that must chase after you. The, the only way you will chase after goodness and mercy is when you don't know how things work in this kingdom how things work in this kingdom is that i must first make the lord my shepherd if i make the lord my shepherd then goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life if i'm even on a sick bed goodness and mercy shall follow me even if i i i, I am in the valley goodness and mercy shall follow me goodness and mercy will always follow me no matter where i find myself goodness and mercy shall follow me and i see the goodness and mercy of the lord following you all the days of your life god bless you god empower you may god do you well may your generation love you because god is your shepherd stay connected to him because he has all the good things in him and one day you will stand and say yes the lord is my shepherd because he has provided all my needs in jesus precious name i have prayed for you amen